podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. And we're back for another quick take, hot take. We're halftime of the KCTCU game. Before we jump in, Grant, why don't you tell us who the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network is? That would be ticksblicks.com. Go check them out. They don't have any uh, hidden fees or anything like that, and you can use Capital Armchair as a promo code to get 5% off your final order. Yep. Pretty solid stuff. It is, and we're still rocking with my bookie. You can still get a 50% deposit bonus using promo code BOYS25. It's been the promo code for a while. You guys know it. Get it in there so you can bet on all the March Madness action. So let's hop into it. Um, you know, almost a, what I would call a typical half for K-State, 36-27. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm sitting here really, um, while I'm, I'm happy it ended up being up nine, but I can't help but shake the feeling that we should be up, you know, almost 15, maybe even 20 points. Yeah, it does. I mean, we didn't shoot very well, did we? Um, overall, as a team, I guess, eh, I don't know, looking at the numbers, 42.9%, that's not bad, but, um, but we it had- does feel like a... Missed opportunity. Yeah, we several times. <laughs> we had that stretch where we held them scoreless for almost five minutes, but during that time frame, we only scored like four or five points ourselves. So I, I guess that's where my frustration comes in. Again, looking at the numbers, you're right. Um, as usual, I'm being a little bit alarmist. You know, 42% from the field, uh, being propped up by that four of ten from three. Uh, Dean Wade hit his one. X is one for three from three-point, but a good basketball player, Cam Stokes, he has two of four from three. He also is grabbing some offensive rebounds, you know. Uh, how about that? You know, the shortest guy on the floor going up there and grabbing some O-boards. Cam's all over the place, and for me, the highlight of that first half was um, obviously the the Barry to Dean alley-oop, but that was started off by some insanely good defense down in the paint by Cam that forced the steal, so he's he's all over the place. He, he is all over the place. Dean's playing some good defense. Um, got to hand it to Mike McGurl. He came out there, gave us some big minutes uh, after X got his second foul. And uh, Sean Neal Williams also sticking with two fouls. He went one of two, uh, and he, he was really battling there on defense. I do have to say something, and tell me if I'm off base, um, because you've called me out on my bias a little bit a handful of times. But am I wrong in really starting to wonder – What's going on with Barry Brown? He's had now, at least in my opinion, five really subpar halves. He did end up hitting uh, two jump shots. He ended up with four points at half. Uh, so are we kind of prisoner to how great Barry has been at different points in this season for me, calling it five subpar halves now? Or are you seeing something going on with him that, uh, you know, he's just not getting those uh, plays that we've come accustomed to? 
I mean, he's definitely seems to be in a little bit of a slide. So that this would be his third game in a row. That's I mean, I'm worried about him, but I guess <laughs> it's good that those other guys are stepping up. Dean had one of his better games at Baylor and, you know, but Barry does seem to be in a little bit of a slump right now. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, he just looks uncomfortable out there, but still playing good D. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping he can he can have a big second half because we need him to get to get himself going for sure. Yeah, we, we do. But what you said is right. Something Barry Brown has hung his hat on uh, his entire career's defense. If you go back and listen to you know the very first Bosco's Boys podcast when you're calling him the bear trap, it really comes back to uh, he's been a defensive staple. So fact of the matter is, I think we have enough on offense especially if it looks like Dean Wade now he has his balance back so that tells me his foot's feeling good that as long as Barry plays that elite level you know defensive player of the year caliber defense uh he's gonna be all right but man it's uh I can't help but feel that he's kind of let go any short of any sort of argument he has as big 12 player of the year over the last few games Right. I mean, he said he has not looked good since KU, and I was hoping he could bounce back against Baylor. And he had an all right game. I'm not sure what it, the total was for him there. Um, but yeah, he just looks he looks a little off. I don't know what it is. He's, he seems hesitant to pull the trigger on shots that we've seen him take so many times. And um, he seems pretty quick to get rid of the ball. So I don't know, man. Maybe he just needs a couple shots to fall. Well, anything to get him going. Um Second half, what do you want to see? You know, we're, we currently have a nine-point lead, uh, holding TCU to 27 points in the first half. That's nothing to put your nose up at. But uh, what what do you need to see from K-State to really close this game out and be uh, one win away from winning the Big 12? Uh, I like when you say it like that. I'm, I'm the nervous man. Um, what do I want to see? I want to see Dean probably touch the ball more uh, down low. I've seen a couple of different mismatches on him that, you know, he didn't he didn't even touch the ball. Um, we need to move the ball a little bit quicker on the offensive end, and I think we need to move ourselves a little bit more and a little bit quicker. But uh, just keep up that defensive intensity. We're up nine. We got 30 minutes to go, and just let our defense win the game. But I feel pretty good. I'm, I'm nervous, but I feel I feel all right. All right, what do you feel when you see us switching ball screens to the point where you have McCall Maywean and Dean Wade having to guard Alex Robinson running around on the perimeter? There are a couple of times where we kept switching. I was just like, oh, my gosh, what is, what's going on? Like, on one hand, it's, a, it's good that you have big guys who are able to, you know, basically guard one through five. You know, that's that's always fun yeah. to see, but man, I can't I can't help but like hold my breath like, oh man, don't get don't get baked to the bucket, but I think they've done well. Are you are you on board with switching 1 through 5 on ball screens? Ugh, I mean, if that's what we do, so I I'm, I got to be comfortable with it, but I absolutely hate when I hate every time Alex Robinson even has the ball. He's so slippery. And that's a, that's a great way to put it because uh, – and let me pull up the box score real quick because he hasn't really hurt us too bad yet, but he's the type of guy who's capable of going off for 20 and a half. Yeah, so, he's only got five points, two for four, but he just 
I don't know. He's got what? Fuck. He's got five assists. That's where he kills us. Yeah, and then that Samuel guy, he has 11 points. So he's really the one doing the damage for them. They are in a little trouble because Noy, Samuel, and Bain all have two fouls. And they don't even like to go six deep in their bench. They have been forced to play seven. So I'm telling you what, my biggest key for this second half is to get those guys with three fouls early and really force them to, you know, use their bench players because they are not comfortable doing it. Jamie Dixon does not want to play more than, you know, six guys. So if you can really make them dig into the bench, I feel like we're going to have the opportunity to really stretch this lead out. Yeah, I agree. I think we just got to keep doing what we're doing, what we hang our hat on. We're making them look pretty poor offensively, and if we can keep doing that, make them work for shots, I think we'll be all right. But I'm I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm, I'm I I just I would like a early quick run uh, to hopefully calm the nerves a little bit. Um, the only guy we need to worry about with foul trouble is Xavier Sneed. He has two. Sean Neal Williams also has two. Uh, but, you know, he's just an energy guy who's going to give minutes. Uh, he has to play smarter defense, but it is what it is. I do want to touch on one thing before we wrap up this halftime quick take hot take. What do you think about Austin Trice? I feel like he has now officially submitted himself as the number one back, big baby. man off the bench. Um, I was a Levi Stocker defender, but uh, it, it seems like now it is officially Austin Trice almost after we – you know, close the book on him. He has that big game versus Oklahoma State, and then ever since then, he's been, you know, the guy coming off the bench. Um, you know. It's interesting. Yeah. It, interesting to see the pivot uh, away from Levi Stockard, but, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a practice thing. Maybe we're just willing to gamble on Trice again. But, I mean, he's looked better. He's still not really much of a threat on the offensive end at all, but he's definitely looked better defensively positionally and I don't know, he looks stronger out there. Yeah, he really does. And I, you know, we're in the, we're in the midst of competing for a big 12 tile. So I don't want to look ahead to next year too much, but I tell you what, it's encouraging to see Austin tries really start to step up because if you can get to a point where you're com comfortable with him and then soccer taking a step forward, all of a sudden, you know, you, you might not be panicking as much for next year, but I, I don't want to talk about that. I do want to touch on the other game that is happening. It's halftime. Texas is down nine versus Texas Tech. That was the game that could put us in trophy watch for tonight. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. It looks like Texas Tech, you know, they're, they're feeling pretty comfortable up nine. I'm looking at the play-by-play. It doesn't look like it's ever really been close. It feels like Texas Tech has had them at arm's length almost the entire game. Um, do you think Tex, do you think Tech's Tex, not going to drop that okay. one? They're too good. All right, just just thought I'd touch on it because you know the, there was a small chance we might have uh, been having to pop the bubbly on the pod tonight, but it, it's it's not looking like that's going to well, be an I mean, option. It, it could happen, maybe we're, but I don't. Texas. Good. Yeah, I think Tech's good. I, I don't think it's going to happen, though. Um, let's sign off. Let's get ready for the second half. Hopefully it is a celebratory post-game. Um, but, but I tell you what, I, I'm sure all of K-State Nation watching the second half is going to be uh, super nervy, and I hope this is one of those quick-take, hot-takes where everyone kind of laughs at our uh, – 
reservations for the second half, and they, and we can all uh, think it's fun. But until until I see us make one more big run, uh, the nerves yeah. are going to be prevalent. I agree. All right, we'll see you. All right, see you after the final whistle. Yep, let's do that. And before we sign off, just want to give one quick uh, shout out to all the boneheads. Uh, thank you to everyone who has helped try to reclaim our pristine iTunes ratings and reviews uh, ratings. We got completely spammed by some KU fans in the ratings and reviews. So uh, we haven't asked for them in a long time, but I am going to uh, send out a beacon to all the boneheads. Uh, if you have the time and if you have iTunes, if you haven't yet, please leave us a five-star rating and please write a review as well. It doesn't have to be long or anything, but you can see them on iTunes. You can see all these uh, KU fans, some of them even huh. posing as K-State fans, but you can tell by their tropes, and uh, some of them are just kind of downright nasty. Uh, so we, we'd appreciate for everyone to get out there, re- give us a review so we can have as uh, little visibility to those little trolls as possible. I haven't even seen that, but I'll have to look. Yeah, read through them. It's uh, it's it's not good. Um, eh, but it, but fuck up. yeah, exactly. So boneheads, help us out. We love you guys. Let's get this win. Let's let's go trophy hunting. Let's go. All right, bye. Right, we are back, and unless there is the single biggest collapse in basketball history, the Cats are going to get this win. We're starting a little bit early because Grant has to take his good boy Newman on a walk this evening before bedtime. So the Cats come out gangbusters, almost like they wanted to kind of make us look like doubters in that first half, uh, quick take, hot take, getting up by as much as 21 so let's talk about that run to start the half before we get too deep. How pumped were you, and were all your nerves just kind of, you know, vanishing when you get up 21 that quickly into the second half? Uh, I mean, yeah, they, they were washed away pretty quickly, and that's pretty much exactly what we needed to do um, early, come down, put our stamp on the game in the second half, and it obviously gave us a ton of breathing room, and maybe – a little too much breathing room because things got a little spooky there for a second. Yeah, it got real spooky there for a while. Uh, TCU ended up going on a massive run. I'm not sure how – did they ever get it down to single digits? They did. I mean, it was seven, seven. for a while they there. Get... It should have been five, but Alex Robinson missed the front end of a one-and-one, and we you know, went down, and that was pretty much the end of it. But it could have got down to five with about – four minutes to go so yeah it it was uh it definitely was spooky season there for a little bit um sadly our friends over uh at austin they were not able to pull off the upset so we are now one game away from being big 12 champions um you know yes we can get some help from iowa state for a possible uh share situation but we're not going to worry about that we're one win away so second half uh Shout out to Barry Brown. Um, was it, you know, player of the year style Barry Brown? No, but he started hitting some of those mid-range jumpers, and I think he ended up with, like, either eight or ten in that second half. So he surely came to play. But I think the player of the game is trademark good basketball player Cam Stokes. Um, what do you want to say about Cam Stokes' game today uh, where he just, 
you know, at different points, especially in the first half, put the team on his back, and then he's the one who kind of snapped us out of our lull in the second half. Yeah, Cam is, like, the perfect glue guy for this team. And, I mean, I feel like saying that it's like I'm devaluing what he con- con- contributes, but without him, we would. there's no chance we would uh, – you know, win this win this title or be in be in the conversation for this title, but um, yeah, I mean he just hits big shot after big shot when we need him, and it seems like when the other guys are struggling and he grabs boards, he assists, he's a much better defender than people give him credit for. Cam is Cam would get my game ball on a lot of these games. <clears throat> well, and then also, so I just pulled up the box score and uh, you know, <laughs> and this is this is just perfect. This is vintage Scott talking before he looks up the box score. When it was all said and done, Barry Brown ended up getting the most points on the team with 16 points. So, you know, shout out to Barry Brown. I don't think that takes away from my statement of Cam is getting my game ball through the game. But I want to touch on Dean Wade for a second. Um, he only shot the ball twice going 0 for 2 in that second half. Um are you concerned at all with that second half performance? Or are you just going to chalk it up to, hey, you know, we got the win at one point. We were up 21 uh, and just kind of brush it off. Or is, or is that going to spook you a little bit going into this it, final game versus Oklahoma? It definitely bothers me. Um, it doesn't – I don't – I mean, I don't think it's going to affect the Oklahoma game in any way. But it really bothers me whenever there's, like, long periods of time where Dean doesn't touch the ball or Dean doesn't get a shot off, like – Every single possession should probably go through Dean Wade. Um, and there's a lot of times where, I mean, there's a ton of times in this game where we were just standing and, I mean, maybe we wanted to have Barry on the isolation, but uh, uh, there's just too many, too many, uh, sorry, somebody just walked in my room. <laughs> too many um, possessions where Dean doesn't touch the ball. You can't have, I mean, is Dean our best player? You could argue that it's Barry, but. He can't have two shots in an entire half. I mean, unless he's in foul trouble or something, that's just not acceptable. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm not going to go as far as saying I'm spooked or I'm bothered about by it, but, you know, that's not something you want to see. Um, going through the rest of the box score, Mac Maywean ended up with 10 points on a 5-for-6 shooting night. Um, we saw the good, the bad, and the ugly from uh, – McCall main weed today. I think he played good defense. He ended up grabbing six rebounds, which was tied for the tops on the team. But then uh, as you, uh, I don't know if it's usual, but once again, he led the team in turnovers. Um, what do you have to say about his performance? Uh, or as a whole, do you give it a passing grade or where do you land on max performance? today? Um, I mean, I give it a passing grade. If we can get 10, <laughs> 10, 10 points and six boards out of Mac, that's pretty damn good. Um, I don't know. I feel like I didn't really know. Only three turnovers is not terrible. I guess I didn't really notice as much this time because when he's contributing on the scoreboard, it, it seems a little bit better. Um, I did lose my mind a little bit when Dean had a perfect pass to him and he you know, fumbled it. He would have had a wide-open dunk, but and that was like a, a five-point, four-point swing. But I give him a pass. I mean, this is the kind of – we have to get – find out ways to get consistently nine ten points out of my mccall mayween i think that's like that should be his his floor <clears throat> yep and then uh to close out the scoring xavier steed got 11 again not a ton of stuff in the second half but another solid night from him he grabbed five rebounds 
Um, again, shout out to Cam Stokes. He grabbed five rebounds as well. Dean Wade, despite only having those nine points, nothing in the second half, got six rebounds and five total assists, three steals. So, you know, Dean really did it outside of just scoring today, which, you know, that's that's the type of ball player he is. And, uh, you know, I, I hope when it's all said and done, uh, he has a couple more elite performances because we know we have him and he has it in him. I'm scrolling through TCU's scores right now. I think we might have another hold to a season low on our hands. Possibly. Um, I'm scrolling through here, 52. I believe we just held TCU to their low, their previous low, 55 points, also against the K-State Wildcats. So we know we have elite D. Um, let's jump into it just real quick. I know you got to walk your dog. Saturday, uh, 5 p.m., it's the last game of the Big 12 regular season. We're going to know exactly what needs to happen to hoist the banner, win the trophy, Cam, Barry, and Dean's senior nights. You could argue there has never been a more prolific trio uh, who played four years together. Um, give me your keys to the victory, and what are your emotions sitting here one win away from a Big 12 title and the final game in Bramlage for three of, uh, you know, maybe not greats, but three of the really goods. Yeah, um, I think if, you know, I'm, I'm literally in the process of buying my tickets to that game right now. I think everyone out there needs to snatch up as many tickets as you can. You're going to want to send these this trio of seniors off with a bang for sure. Uh, I feel pretty good about the game. Um, I'm slightly nervous. I feel like everyone is like, oh, well, we got over the hump of Baylor and TCU. Now it's going to be a, kind of a, a softball against Oklahoma. But, you know, by no means is that just like a gimme. But it's it's probably one of the better probably one of the better matchups we could have asked for in this position, especially with Tech going at Iowa State. I mean, there's a great chance. We have a great chance of – of an outright title. I mean, I could totally see Iowa State. I, it seems like Iowa State's kind of due for, kind of due for a hot game. So, yeah, who knows? I don't know how you're feeling, but I'm yeah. definitely nervous. I mean, it's it's definitely not a gimme. The nerves are there. Um, I'm not worried about outright. Um, you know, Big Twelve trophy is a Big Twelve trophy. A banner is a banner. Um, I'm not gonna value it hardly any different outright versus. Uh, shared yes I want it outright that's not uh, you know all things being equal I definitely would take it but I'm just focused on getting that win I want to see a sellout I want to see Bramlage full I mean I know today there was only you know a few hundred tickets left from K-State so everyone go to tick splits use our promo code uh, armchair get in the arena uh, you know send these guys off with the ending they deserve um I'm not questioning the students because you know what? They showed up pretty good for fake patties, but that is the beginning of spring break. So again, uh, I Uh hope, yeah, I know that this Friday's the last day before spring break. So I'm hoping the students stick around, send out their fellow students with a big game. But if they don't, if uh, they go off to South Padre, et cetera, et cetera, I really hope that, you know, rest of the arena can fill in, bring the atmosphere, bring the love for these guys because they deserve it. Um, what what are your two keys to V and give me a prediction for Oklahoma? Shit, I don't remember anything about OU. I haven't watched them forever. Well, focus on – hey, it's, it's not about them. It's about us. The cats. It's about the cats. Um, the most obvious thing is 
we got to what, – what is our staple? It's defense. We're number five in Ken Palm in the country, defensive efficiency. Um, we got to keep up that defensive intensity and, you know, just play, out, play with our hair on fire, make every bucket impossible for them. And then uh, let the seniors go off. That's It's, it's got to be a day for them. I mean, they have a chance to cut down some nets on their last day in Bramlage. It's going to be huge. <clears throat> what about you? Yeah, for me, it's just play with the emotion. And number two, if you get the opportunity, snap the neck. Um, I, I don't want to deal with this, uh, <laughs> like, you know, cardiac cats. I don't want to deal with any of this crap. I just want to dominate the game beginning to end. I want it to be a party. I want it to be the send-off that Cam Berry and Dean deserve. Who knows, maybe even X. Um, there's been some rumors about him. Uh, we're not going to speculate on that. I hope it's not. But regardless, this is a uh, trio of guys who came in, rebuilt the program when it was in shambles. Uh, bear, you know, Bruce put all his fate, he put his job, his livelihood, basically onto these three guys back and uh, they've paid it full, you know, tenfold. And uh, the culmination of a four-year cycle can end with nets coming down, banners going up, and uh, I don't think there can be anything better than that. I couldn't agree more. All right. I think we need to pack. God, dude, tickets are expensive as shit to that game. I shouldn't have waited. You should have waited. You should hop on there. You should hop on there, everyone. Snatch them up. Yep. Tick splits, hey, you get an extra 5% off. <laughs> Promo code armchair. Also remember my bookie boys twenty five. Also please five star rating and review. We need you. Um, it's the cats road dogs strike again. Uh, we're playing for a Big Twelve title, folks. Let's make it happen. Uh, we love you guys. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we leave? Uh, nope. I'm good. All right. Let's go, boys. Meet me at the Cathead.
Podcast Network.